Hey, welcome to the J Square Podcast. I'm Jasoma. I'm J Rock. <laughs> and we've got a great show for you today. Um, wow, we've been we've been pretty inconsistent with this whole podcasting thing. Yep. <laughs> Why do you think that is? Because we're busy. Oh yeah, life. Life, it comes you know. Fast, huh? Yeah, it comes at you yeah. fast. Yeah. Well, anyway. How was your past couple of weeks that we didn't see each other or post anything on Instagram or do anything with social media? <laughs> that that's very loaded. <laughs> um, it's been chill. Nice. Had you gone to therapy? Uh, yeah, weekly, both for my knee nice. and for my mental. Nice. That's the best way to do it. I actually started going to therapy again. Nice. So your boy is back on. Nice. It's actually pretty awesome. Got to get a lot of stuff out. I got a new therapist and stuff, so. That's good. Yeah, Yeah. you got to find your fit. Yeah. I I do miss my old therapist, but it's just that I'm not able to not able to actually see her. I don't know. Talkspace is pretty weird with that stuff. And yes, I'm using Talkspace. BetterHelp. Listen, BetterHelp doesn't have doesn't take insurance. I try to sign up for no, it doesn't. Well, not for me. I guess not for us. But um, I tried to go to BetterHelp, uh, and they were like, "Yeah, we don't take that insurance. At least oh, not so my insurance. Your insurance is shit. That's what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Actually, sorry, I don't <laughs> get that bougie." insurance that you have with your fancy job chill out oh look at me i'm a sports analytic person i'm not at all that's not what i do oh my god (laughs) at all you have to boast about your job oh shut up (laughs) i make eight hundred thousand dollars a year congratulations we get it you're wild man They'll be throwing that shit out there because people will believe it. I know. That's my plan. Nah. I want people to be like, how much does she make? Why does the yeah. podcast look like this? No. No, no, no. So it is chapter 12. Um, I think we're just going to jump into it, uh, do what we do best. And I mean, sorry about the inconsistency, guys. We're going to try to get, like, really actually get back on it. Uh, but we have been really busy, been doing a lot of J Market stuff, doing my thing, working so, your yeah, job yeah, exactly, <laughs> working. <laughs> but yeah, um, if you guys need any social media management, I'll let you boy. Uh, but let's get started. Plug, 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 <laughs> plug, 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 shameless, shameless plug. All right, so we're gonna start off with our sports and entertainment. So talk to me about these NFL trades. I saw this one that it looked like it was gonna be it was it's gonna benefit us uh, as a dolphin. Cause you know I'm half dolphin, half patriot. That's how I that's how I identify. Okay. <laughs> so I I hear that this dolphin trade is actually huge and it's going to like be a game changer, but every dolphin trade is always a game changer, but ends up being nothing. So, um, tell me about that. What's going on? What's his name? Zeke? What? I forgot. 
No, Jalen Ramsey. Is that what the trade? Why do I think Zeke? Yeah, I think, oh, Zeke yeah, got cut by the Cowboys. So that's gotcha. Why. Okay, that's why I was thinking about that. Yeah. So there's been a lot Jaylen of offseason. Ramsey. Yeah, a lot of offseason moves and trades and signings and all that stuff. But signing Jalen Ramsey like off a of trade where we basically gave up nothing to get one of the star defenders in the league is pretty huge because we already have X, who's one of our our best defensive back. So adding a duel with him and Jalen Ramsey is just it's pretty sick. So hopefully that um, continues to help our defense. And we did sign a new defensive coordinator, so that's huge. But I think the main issue or, like, the main worry for, like, Dolphins fans right now is Tua's health um, and if he could be healthy the whole season. So without Tua, that's the only – I guess that's the only thing that stands out. Because defensively, adding all these new pieces is going to make us look great. Offensively, I'm not really worried, apart from keeping Tua healthy. Yeah, because uh, one of the things, I I think it's just a Miami issue. It's always, like, I always see it with Miami um, Miami players, any type, of, any type of Miami sport. It's always just uh, the closing out. Like, I'm never confident in the consistency of, like, when it comes to any sport. I'm never um, confident. Like, for I example, go ahead. I would say we are consistent in a way of, in the sense of, like, we'll either go on a six-game winning streak or a six-game losing streak. But I mean an individual game. So I'm talking about, like, let's say okay. we have, let's say we have a Dolphins game. Mm-hmm. I'm never comfortable. We could be oh, up no. by like, we could be up by sixteen. No. I'm never comfortable. No, no, but, I agree with you. But if let's say, or even let's say, like the Heat are playing, I'm talk about the heat. never comfortable. <laughs> we could be up by twenty. I'm never comfortable. Like We're, we don't talk about I'm, the heat. Yeah, I understand. But if I have a sixteen lead with the Patriots, I'm super comfortable. I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna win the game. That's with how Tom I, Brady, yeah. Let's say with Brady. Let's let's say. Let's say if I, have, if I have the, if I have the Eagles, up sixteen, they're gonna win the game. Like usually, that's how it's supposed to be. When you have a blowout, you're supposed to win. But that you never say that, the and then you just choked in the Super Bowl. Yeah, but against yeah, I get you. But it was it was a close game throughout the whole Super Bowl. So I mean. I didn't want to say Kansas City because I it felt like it would have been a little bit pandering to the winning team. Ooh. I didn't want to pander. Yo, My right? light is uh, lights, light, light, for sure. <laughs> but yeah, uh, <laughs> it was so flickering. <laughs> but yeah, I just get confused because it's like I I didn't want to pander to the winning team, of course. But like mm-hmm. I could feel confident in those teams to go ahead and actually close out the show. Yeah. Miami has a real issue with closing out the show. If I have the Warriors playing and they're up by 16, you're getting blown out. Like, they have a consistent team. I don't think that we have that consistency in us. And it just sucks. Yeah. No, I agree. I think this is a good move forward because, obviously, we did make the playoffs last year. And if Tool was healthy, I believe we would have beat the Bills um, because – Regardless of that, with our third string quarterback, it was still a very close game, and we definitely could have won that. Yeah. But we 
time management and then stupid play calls messed us up. But I like the moves by the Dolphins. I'm getting excited again, but you know, it's a whole wheel that Dolphins fans go through where it's like, we're hyped. We're going to make the playoffs. Then we go through a slump. Then potentially we make the playoffs and then we go through another slump and then we're either not in the playoffs or in the playoffs. So who knows? But it's a roller coaster that I'm ready to ride every freaking year. Die hard. Die hard. I like it. That's what I like to hear. All right. So let's talk about these. uh, Let's talk about March Madness. Man, I feel like we've done March Madness so much on this show and it just helps me realize that we, we, we've been here for a while and I like it. Yeah. March Madness to me is like so chaotic but so much fun because the underdog could be any team um and it doesn't matter where you're ranked obviously from the upsets that we've had already um mm-hmm. a team's just gonna pull through and then they'll make the cinderella story uh route where it's like oh we're all rooting for them and then eventually they get humbled and we yeah. all get humbled so yeah i'm excited <laughs> so Let's hear about the games. What's happened so far? Um, so some of the upsets, we'll start with the men's uh, bracket or men's March Madness first. Um, so Princeton beat, uh, beat Arizona. Um, I have no idea what any of this means. So, uh, so why. Arizona was ranked number two and Princeton, I believe, was ranked 15 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, so, yeah, that's a big upset. And then yesterday, FDU, who's ranked 16, who had to play in the first four. Um, so basically, before March Madness completely starts, there's about eight teams who play each other. So it's a one game, basically like the play-in. Yeah. Um, so they're playing in to uh, be the 16th seed in March Madness. FDU was one of those teams that did the play-in one and had to play Purdue. Purdue was ranked number one, and they were ranked number one in the country for a while. It was between them, Houston, and Alabama for a good time. So, yeah, FDU yesterday beat Purdue, which is, like, the biggest upset. So a lot of brackets after that, um, the percentage dropped to zero because all the brackets Mm -hmm. were busted. Um, So that was a big upset, especially for, like, an underdog school who – is a very small school compared to how big Purdue is. So that was huge. And then the other upset, which shouldn't really be an upset anymore because this happens about every year in March Madness. Um, Furman beat Virginia, and it's getting to the point where Virginia, no matter where they're ranked, they're going to lose first round. Um, there's hmm. always one year where they actually like make it or win it all, but they have been very inconsistent in game ones or just like game one, game two, where they – lose to an underdog team so those have been the bigger upsets today duke lost to tennessee which is a big one too since duke is always a favorite um but tennessee looked like a really good team like all together not just one star player a very good team so can you help me understand play-ins because i always get confused so what does it mean for a play because right now for example i've been watching I've been watching the Lakers, right? Looks like they're in a playing spot because mm-hmm. um, they're they're number nine or ten right now, and they hopped up. So what does that mean? Um, 
for the NBA, it's different than March Madness. Okay. So, like, with the NBA, something they're doing different now is 7 through 10. They'll play each other. Um, if the team that's ranked lower wins the first game, they play a second game. Mm. If the team that's ranked higher wins, and they, they're in the playoffs. Um, and they'll play either the number one seed or the number two seed. So that's NBA-wise. With, with college. Okay, with college, how does it work, man? Yeah, with college, everyone is ranked differently based off of their region or their conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they win the the bracket or their if they win their conference like playoff thing, um, so they're all ranked on that. But every sixteen seed, there's like four, five, six teams that you're like, oh, they should definitely be in the bracket, but they end up being either the first four in or the first four out. So it's like eight teams where you're just like all eight teams deserve to be in the bracket, but based off of records, based off of either losses or wins that they had compared to other teams, either they mm. go into the playing game or they don't. So, so everything matters. Every game matters, especially in college, like everything. Um, so, yeah, like, for example, Pittsburgh is one of those teams that did the that were the, in the first four um, and they've been, they should have been in the bracket instead of like other teams, but they took a different round. And so far they're still in the March Madness world. So yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay. And what about the women? All right. So the women's um, honestly, they, it's been consistent, you know, like the front running, the front runners of, what teams are going to actually go all the way. So South Carolina mm-hmm. is still a favorite. Um, same with, um, what is it? Indiana is a favorite. I know people usually root for Stanford as well. Iowa could be like a little upset team. Um, Tennessee, LSU. But so far there's been a couple upsets. Um, so South Florida beat Marquette in overtime by two, which was a crazy game. Um, not a lot of people put picked South Florida over Marquette, so that was pretty sick. And then Miami today, they were losing by 17, and they came back and won it versus Oklahoma State. Um, and it's one of the biggest comebacks in NCAA history, so that was pretty sick. I watched that game. Um, the referee made some crazy call at the end, which I was upset about, but it didn't like blow us over, so we were into the next round. Um FGCU beat Washington State, which is a big one because I don't think FGCU has like a big women's basketball reputation or just like history. So that was a big one. And also another Florida team winning. So sick. And then Princeton beat Princeton beat NC State. And NC State is a powerhouse in women's basketball. So the fact that they lost is also a huge upset. Jesus Christ. Yes. There's so much going on. I'm confused yeah. and I'm scared. And the best thing about it, well, not the best thing, because like you're jumping from channel to channel, is that they're both happening at the same time. So you kind of got to pick and choose which games you want to watch. Or like if you go on the NCAA website or March Madness website, they have like the multi-game uh, player. So you could have like four games going on and then you click on the one that, is either very close 
or the game that you actually want to watch and it's free so that's pretty sick that's pretty fucking dope i'm gonna watch that now i'm actually yeah. interested because i see it all the time when i'm at like a bar or i'm at the gym or something like that i'm like yeah i don't know what's going on i'm confused but now like i have an understanding about it it's so much fun like i enjoy watching it and um usually i'm not like heavy into college basketball because college football is my thing mm -hmm. um but around this time it's always fun and i think i follow more of the women's side than the men so it's always like for me picking a bracket for the women's is more simple than the men's because i don't really watch them but i always root for the underdogs and miami has won both sides georgia has mm -hmm. won in the women's side so let's go okay i like that all right so now Let's jump into the UFC. We got That's you. Kamaru Usman versus Leon Edwards. All right, so this is before they fight. Uh, today's the fight. Uh, so today is March 18th. And, yeah, this is a big one. So pretty much I'm just, I'm just thinking that uh, the UFC is just a novella. It's just a novella with punches in the face. Because nice. it's just like it, they have this crazy ability to like build this story and build mm -hmm. this drama that that makes you just want to watch what's going on, right? Okay. So, um, pretty much, Kamaru Usman is an incredible wrestler, um, and he's dominated his position at 175. Uh, sorry, 170 pounds, um, and he's the he was the champion of that division. However. He fought this guy a while ago named Leon Edwards. Leon Edwards is from the UK. Kamaru Usman is from Nigeria. Now, he fought this guy named Leon Edwards, uh, like I think a year before or something like that. I don't remember. And Kamaru Usman won. So this guy, Leon Edwards, has been beating people throughout the whole division just to get to Leon, just to get to Kamaru Usman. And then he gets to him. And then it's the same exact story. Kamar Usman is putting work on him, destroying him, whatever, with his grappling and stuff like that. And just when it's all about to be over, last round, last seconds of the round, um, it's the fifth round. They're both like pretty much Kamar Usman. He's moving. He's winning the fight comfortably. And then, bam, gets kicked in the head and knocks out completely. Flatlined. Sheesh. So he loses that fight, and now they're fighting again. The reason why it's so, like, I always watch Kamaru Usman's fights, um, and the thing is that he's a wrestler. What wrestlers do often is leave their heads exposed because mm -hmm. when you wrestle, usually you have a lot of head movement to work around, um, work around the person's body to help you gain an advantage in the takedown, right? And also... Uh, when you're striking, when you're trying to strike and be a wrestler at the same time, when you move out of the way, you tend to keep your hands in front of you uh, because it's just a natural it's a natural stance to you, and that's what kind of fucked him over. Because when he moved his head to the side, he kind of gave more momentum to the kick in the head. So he's leaning this way while the kick is coming this way. Mm -hmm. Bam. So uh, it's interesting to watch the buildup because now you have somebody who lost their championship coming back to regain it. And this is somebody who's also very dominant and he was dominant in the first fight, in the first two fights. So mm -hmm. you want to see what adjustments both people have made in order to kind of carry on into the next, into this one. Mm 
So gotcha. it's it's going to be a fun thing. It's going to be a fun watch. Now, also, we have some more drama, some more drama. And this is my favorite type of drama. This is the drama. This is the type of drama that transcends sports. And it transcends, like, entertainment in itself. So we have Devin Booker going up against no other but the infamous Bad Bunny. All right. All right. Now you might be asking yourself, Jasoma, J-Rock, why are they fighting? What could possibly be the issue? I'll tell you the issue. It's another Kardashian. And this is what they do. They rope you in. They rope in. They rope in the most the most successful people. Make them enemies. They're great at it. So, uh, Devin Booker is a basketball player for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, I'm so sorry. I'm trying to okay. my light. Keep adjusting. Keep adjusting. I'm just gonna tell the story. You already know what's going on. <laughs> so then, <laughs> Devin Booker. Devin Booker is a basketball player for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, great basketball player, in my opinion, of course. Um, and then you have Bad Bunny, who is a top artist in the world right now. And he's dating, uh, which one is it? Uh, Kendall, unfortunately. Yeah, dating Kendall Jenner. And I mean, he's dating her. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, cool. This is going to be just a random, like a regular type of relationship. Nah, it's not a regular relationship. Because Bad Bunny decides to go off and to go off on his on one of his songs and diss Devin Booker. Was it really a diss? Was it was it really a diss? He just says that the sun is better in Puerto Rico than in Arizona. Why would or he Phoenix. say Arizona? He could have said LA, he could have said Miami, he could have said anywhere else. Yeah, but is that, that I don't think that's a I mean, yes, well, what, he's calling why? him out. What? Okay, 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 that's my point. My point he is, is that calling he him out, but is it that dramatic that Devin is Booker it? Why did he have to call to me out? But why did he have to call him out? For who, for what? Honestly, I am so upset at Bad Bunny, so like whatever. Like, I just want to know what the reason is. What was the reason? What was the reason? Why a fucking Kardashian. To... That was the reason. Exactly. Why did he have to call him out? I, I mean. Yeah, Benito Devin... now is in timeout with all yeah. the Hispanic Latino culture. He is in timeout because why? Yeah, I don't understand. And I mean, I'll never understand why he did, uh, why he's starting to date her. No, but anyway. It's going to mess up his career. I just want to know. I mean, to me, what do you think about Devin Booker's response? I could see how people could take it as a homophobic way. Um, But I don't like Devin Booker, so I don't care. Yeah, I I could see see that too. But in my opinion, I feel like what he said wasn't really like, it could it could not it could also not be homophobic at all. You know, it could also be just like I'm not worried about you when you're worried about multiple people. I mean, that's a different But that's not what he it. said. Well, I'm not worried about you when you're not worried about another man. You're worried about another person. You're worried about other like you're not you you never seen you never been seen as a one-stop shop as a relationship partner. So, why would I even worry about you? This isn't real. 
This might be fake. I don't know. It could be taken multiple ways. I don't know. I just don't like Devin Booker. Well, not right now you don't like Bad Bunny either, so I don't like either of them right now. So this drama, we could put yeah, it in it's the beneath garbage. it's beneath you. It's beneath you right now yes, at the moment. Literally, so, and, I, and I understand. I understand. Literally, I you have a lot to do. You have a lot to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, now let's go ahead and talk about another. Like, what's going on with these NBA players? You're gonna have to tell me because um, I don't know what John Morant is doing. I I don't know. Um he there's just a lot to it. So like there's been a bunch of reports of him fighting 17-year-old kids, um going to like shoe stores and fighting the workers because of their like his mom not agreeing to paying or just thinking that she deserves more respect because her son is an NBA star even though no one really knows. Yeah. Um, who she is, um, and then a bunch of this like fake tough going around where people are even making TikTok saying, "Hey, like you went to a private school, like both of your parents are together. You grew up in a great home compared to people who are from the hood who don't experience that. So why are you trying to portray like you're from the hood or like you've gone through these type of struggles?" Um, so I think there's like a double standard right now because apart from that, like the things that have been coming out with like him and his IG with the gun Mm -hmm. and then him going to the strip club and getting, I don't know if you saw the picture. Um, that picture is like wild because there's like a bunch of cash all over the floor. Um, strippers literally on his lap, booty in his face um he's shirtless and then there's a random like white guy just watching them um and then there's food everywhere and i'm just like what um but again like that to me like that's that's just a kid who is trying to have fun or whatever yeah i think the issue more is trying to pretend like you're someone that you're not yeah like i think that the biggest the biggest thing that i've always like that the biggest thing to me i guess is we have to identify what is deemed as acceptable right because mm-hmm. i feel like if you if somebody hears something about i feel like the culture is fucked up in a way where it's like if somebody just hears that you did something and there's not really like a conviction you'll still get in trouble regardless like with the whole seventeen-year-old thing, there had like the charges have been dropped. There hasn't been any conviction, anything like that. Why is he still getting? Why is he still going to get heat for that? That's what I think about that specific situation. Well, I think he's getting heat for that because if you watch the video, that's yeah, regard- I mean, I didn't see, I didn't see a video of the, of the fight or whatever it is. That's the thing. Um, because people post it and then delete it because it was the same thing with like the IG video of him with the gun like I saw it but by the time that we talked about it it was gone mm-hmm. and um, then like even like with the gun thing I was thinking about like yeah that's that's stupid to to have a gun um but was anything that he was doing like illegal like because I I mean I guess we grew up in the time like in the 90s where 
these dudes were on cocaine, fuck, getting fucked up at clubs. Like, and you knew, like, Dennis Rodman was going crazy, but there was not like a, oh, well, he disrespected the standards of the game or this is not. Well, that's the key word. The standards right now are completely different than from the 90s. Yes. Especially for someone like Ja, who people see as him taking over the league and being new face of the league and being role model to kids. But again, like we have to stop setting these standards for players or for people because we're people, putting them yeah. on a on a pedestal and for they what can't, like, they can't reach that. It's it's no. impossible to reach that. And, and he's super that's why young. Exactly. He's a he's a kid. He's still a kid. Mm-hmm. He hasn't gotten to live life. Like his whole life, like of of course, being an NBA basketball player is hard enough on its on its own. Because you have you're not able to have a life when you're growing up. Like mm-hmm. this was your life growing up. And now yeah. that you get your reward, you want to use it. And if I'm at a strip club and somebody's shaking ass on me and I'm it's not like I'm cheating on my wife or I'm misrepresenting the nba the nba has nothing to do with that i'm just going and having a good time that's why like for all that i know it was tmz um so they're just trying to make a buck off of it um of course but like that should have nothing to do or shouldn't even be brought up in suspension wise when it comes to him i think if anything the team already suspended him right Because what he did was detrimental to the team. Cool. Yeah. There was an investigation. Mm-hmm. Nothing was found. The police are like, we're moving on. We already did our investigation. Nothing he did was wrong. Yes, having a gun is not was is not legal in the club, but he didn't no one else saw it apart from the video that he posted. Yeah. Um, and then he also came out and said it's not his gun, it's not what he stands for. Now, what I don't like, and you tell me how you feel about this, Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like the whole, oh, I'm going to take a break because uh, this isn't who I am and mentally, like, I just haven't been myself. And then you go to Florida for two days and then you do this interview and you're like, oh, yeah, no, I'm back. I'm fine. Nothing happened. Yeah. I don't. I like mean, that. yeah. I think. I think from my point of view, it's uh, also just like a kind of leave me alone type of thing. A leave me alone type of thing where it's like, all right, like how can I go ahead and impress the higher ups that are keeping me from doing my job? Mm-hmm. And that's probably what their standards were. Oh, apologize, and th- and I feel like they just make shit up. Like apologize. Uh, how else can we get them? Uh, go to Florida. Yeah. Do that's this, the thing. That. Yeah, that's the thing they too. Because like, even the apology didn't even sound like him. You could tell it was PR or like his agent. Yeah. Um, if anything, like seeing how close he is with his dad, I feel like his dad should say something to him and be like, "Hey, like, why are you doing this? Why are you promoting gang shit when you're not in a gang? We know who was in a gang in the NBA." Yeah. He's not one of them. Yeah. So like you you'll be here saying you're a killer and all that stuff. No, you're not, dude. Like you you but, play ball and you're really good. Exactly. Like, and this stop is the problem. Trying. It's like also that we kind of like are putting it on like I I wouldn't put it on his family 
to either because he's a grown man. Like he he's. Well, that's the he's, thing. We said that he's a kid, but now he's a grown man. He's so, a like, kid. He's he's, a, he's young. He's young as in like spending his money is his choice. Like he should be able to have his choice on spending it however he wants to. And if that involves throwing money, because if you're an older person, if you're like forty, then we're not going to sit here and be like, oh well, you know, you should be you you don't have any place in like in the strip club like shirtless and shit like. If you're like 40, 50 family kids, what I mean by being a kid is like, I just got this money and I'm legal. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. Yeah. Dude, when I got my first paycheck and I was and I was 21, yeah, I went out. And that's what you and that's what a lot of people want to do because you see it all the time. It's it's promoted, it's what you think that but you think it's it's a cool thing to do. Yeah. And I mean I feel sympathy for him. I definitely don't think that he should be portraying this type of like, oh, I'm a hard ass dude and all this shit like that. I think Shannon Sharp put a like pretty much put it in put his dad and him in his place, like, hey yo, listen. <laughs> it's not what you think life. it is. Yeah. So I, I think that those are those are the type of life lessons that he needs to learn. But also I think the punishment that they give people in the NBA is ridiculous. And it's just ironic that Nike, as big a company as Nike is, like they don't they don't have a backbone when it comes to standing behind players and people and stuff like that. Because, I mean, think about I, it. I see where you're coming from, but I know that this is going the Kyrie route and I don't care for Kyrie. I know, I know. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I don't, and I don't think it's just, I don't think it's just Kyrie. I think it's just Nike's like a money grab when it comes to those things. I just think that it's ironic. Yeah, I just think it's ironic that you have a voice to be like, you know what? Yeah, this is OD. And a lot of people have been saying it. This is OD. But Nike's The thing is... Not even Nike. It's all the companies. We've known for years. Yeah, it's it's shitty. It's just shitty. And people, it stops people from being people. It stops them from being a lot of be people. And that's why it's to me, it's always gonna be fuck LeBron. Fuck LeBron for setting such a high fucking standard. Who told this motherfucker to be perfect outside? Uh, oh, I'm gonna get my wife. I'm gonna be like you you never see him do anything wrong. He's always been perfect outside of outside of basketball. Like, uh, goddamn, he's the person that set the fucked up standard. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> yeah, uh that's our I guess our little rant about John Morant. Oh, look what I did there. <laughs> nice. Rhyming. All right. So we're on to our series recap. There are some things we need to talk about, some shows we need to address. So let's get into it with Abbott Elementary. What are your thoughts so far? Okay, I haven't I mean, watched I've... Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. You want me to go, or are you, you going to go? I need you to go. I need you to Okay. Go. I, I haven't watched this week's episode. Um, okay. There's been some things going on that... I don't know if I like the way it's going. Me neither. Okay. All okay. Right, go ahead. Okay. Are we on the okay, same page? We might okay. be. We might be, but it depends about what. Um... 
so I know we're going the charter school route, which is going to be interesting. But I think what's throwing me off more is the relationship between um, what's her face, Janine and Gregory. Okay. Because I don't know if I like it. Do you think she's better off with Vince Staples? I think her and Gregory have are the same person, just different, like have the same like the same things yeah and you could definitely see them being in a relationship because you know they're basically the same people but i feel like vince staples character treated her better and was a lot more chill than gregory is because i feel like gregory is very like ocd and controlling about certain things um and i I don't even know if I like Gregory that much on the show. Person? I get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's not one of my characters or like top characters that I'm like, oh yeah, I watched the show because of him. Who would you say you, you do watch the show because of? Ava, 100%. <laughs> of course, yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> She's, so She's the best one. She's yeah. freaking hilarious. But okay, so this is my thing. I think that I don't like I yeah, we're on the same we're on the same page when it comes to that. I don't like um I don't like Gregory. Like it's not that I don't like Gregory. I think he's actually pretty funny, but I just don't like the relationship that they're cultivating because it's it's just gonna be so weird. You get me? Yeah, hundred percent. It's it's gonna be a weird place to be, especially like at work, you know, you guys are co-workers. Uh, and then on top of that, it was forged out of cheating. Yeah. And do relationships really last when they're created out of cheating? Like, I don't know. I don't know. And not I'm starting even, to think... Go ahead. Not even cheating, but like alcohol-induced and drunk and... And I also... I, I Again... There's a I'm bunch of red those, flags. You're a bunch of red flags, exactly. And I'm one of those people where I'm just like watching, I'm like, this is not going to end well, you know? Like, I don't think it's going to end well. No. So I I just hope that they do their best in uh, writing it out and making it, making it like, I, I know they're doing a whole will they, won't they type of thing, but... Mm-hmm. I hope they do a really good job of like mapping the whole relationship out and not making it something that's so simple. Because I did like I liked last season or like I liked last season when when Gregory was dating or when or I think it was last season or at the beginning of this season somewhere around there where Gregory is dating this other girl. Yeah, and earlier in the season. Yeah, it, it's I like that because then it creates that that tension of like, oh, well, I got to move on. And then like, I like, I like her being single. I don't like her being in a relationship with somebody Yeah. Else. And I think, I think a lot with this season, they've been trying to show like who Gregory was dating and how they're polar mm. opposites and same with Vince yeah. Staples and Janine. Um, but I would say the difference is that with, with both Janine and Gregory, they don't pick up on the social cues or like the so like when Gregory gave 
his girlfriend a gift when all she mm-hmm. really wanted was to go to like the spa and chill out and he got her like yeah. some lego thing like dude come on like how could you actually think that's a great gift for yeah i think that someone. he thought he thought he was doing i mean i gave him points for consideration because he said that she's allergic to flowers so mm-hmm. that's why he got the lego set that is flowers but there's so, other ways it's just like he has such a like kid mentality and maybe it's because he works at an elementary school yeah um but sometimes like some of his gifts or like even when they were planning the trip and how he was like oh this is the itinerary like this is what we're gonna do even though she just wanted to go chill like i don't like that because that's very and that's one of the things to me i think that that's what made her even though she was very materialistic i think that's one of the things that would have made her great for him because at the end she's just saying like she's that like you know how when you're dating somebody you have that person that's like your chill button or mm-hmm. it like helps you be compliments you because they're opposite you know and that's what it could have been with that but it i mean unfortunately you know that fizzled out. Out. <laughs> yeah i mean we'll see how the rest of the season goes i actually mm-hmm. am enjoying the season i think a lot of the episodes have yeah. been a lot better and funnier um so yeah but i will i have to catch up on this past week yeah of course yeah me too i I missed it as well um ted lasso season three yeah you haven't watched any i know i know i know i know i know i know disappointed um has been telling me alice has been telling me that we need to start but it's so good all right so season three came out this past wednesday um first episode was very much about fighting for things that you love even though you don't feel like you should be fighting for it or like questioning yourself so the whole episode like ted keeps questioning himself like why am i here am i still good enough for this job like don't ruin it no i'm not ruining it but yeah so basically a lot of that and then by the end of the episode he realizes that and not only him but every character realizes that um sometimes things are worth fighting for even when you're like stuck in a like a little dark zone within your head or within whatever you're going through like it's worth fighting for especially with people that support you and want you to excel so I really liked the episode. It was funny. Um, I was reading online that not a lot of people thought it was funny, that it was too dramatic. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck they watched, but it was really good. Like, I I chuckled. I laughed. I died. It was great. A great little intro to where the rest of the season in the show is going to go and the actual soccer season. Okay. That sounds good. That sounds fun. But it this is. is one I'm not gonna watch. I'm not gonna watch the Mandalorian. No, yeah, that this one is all me. Um, Mandalorian season three came out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. What do you think of? What do you think of Pedro Pascal, bro? What do you think about? What do you think? What about do I boy? think about my my fellow Chilean Pedro Pascal? I don't know. I think I think he's getting a little bit too too popular, bro. I think he's getting a little bit too popular. I'm happy that the, he's finally the reason the why I say he that. deserves. 
No, I mean, I, I think he's thinking too highly for himself. Oh, himself. I'm sorry. No, you're wild. They asked him. That's racist. They put him on a lie detector test. That's racist. <laughs> they put him on a lie detector test. And they asked him if he thought he was a sex symbol. And he said no. And when, it was a lie. lie. Yeah, because he thinks it. Yeah, like, come yeah. on. Like, all right, all right, all right. Come and on, like, now. They're, they're hyping him up a little bit too much now. It's a little bit too Amen. much. They're gassing him up a little bit you too You got to accept the gassing up, though. Come on, nah, now. I, I, come on, I mean, now. That's daddy right there. Oh, my <laughs> God. I here. Yeah, no. Um, I think it's funny how a lot of people call him daddy and like he's embracing it because I know a lot of other actors or like famous people are just like, no. Um, so I like that he has that interaction with the fans. So yeah, no, I'm messing around. I mean, I, I, I see him, and that's that's great for him. That's great for him. No, yeah, I'm excited for. I'm him. not watching. I'm not watching The Mandalorian though. No, I, I, I know, I know, you're not. Um, I don't know where we're going with the season yet, but the first two or three episodes that have come out have been really good in a sense of like the first episode was okay because I'm it was very much like we're here and then we're here and then we're here but we don't know exactly where we're going if that makes any sense um but the second episode kind of just like cleared everything up and now i could see the direction that they're trying to go through and it was very a very well directed um episode i haven't watched the new one for this week because again i have been busy um but I'll catch up, same as uh, Abbott Elementary. Gotcha. All right. Now, The Last of Us. Has the season ended? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, so yeah. what did you think? Without ruining it, what did you think? Because my girlfriend doesn't like it, so I'm not going to watch it with with her there. But I'll watch it on my own for research I, purposes, yeah. I don't understand, Allison. Um, I don't understand either. Hey, hey, I don't understand either. I'm going to be honest. We watched, we watched, um, and it was the episode, it was episode three or four where, um, mm-hmm. when, with the gay dudes. Three. Yeah. That episode made me cry. It made both of Thank us Thank you. Yeah. It made both of us cry. Um, I was like, yo, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And then Allison was crying mm-hmm. watching the episode. And I was like, "What do you think?" And she's like, "Yeah, but that had nothing to do with the story." She it pulled a, has... she pulled a U, she pulled a, she pulled a J Rock when it comes to DC movies that don't have to do with the DCU. Like, what does it have? Does it have to do with the story? So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So, like, I was, um, I was sitting there and I was like, "Damn!" I, like, I mean, I'm gonna give it a shot, but it. Like I did see, I saw a little bit of her point there. I was like, "Yeah, I get it," but it's not. A, it can't make somebody like the show because it wasn't a part of the story. You get what I mean? But it is. Um, it is part of the story. Um, small but part. Again, small it's, part. It's, but it's, it was such a big a, part. It was such a big. It was such a heavy thing. Yeah, I to think, not see the characters go on. Uh huh. So there's two another episode like that. Mm-hmm. coming up that you haven't seen um gotcha. where it's another big part in the video game but now that they could show it on tv they're expanding it and making it gotcha. more um so i understand what she's saying 
because a lot of people well a lot of homophobic people were like well that episode was stupid like i don't want to watch this um and they like lowered the rankings even though it's like one of the best episodes from the season um yeah there's like two other episodes that are upcoming that you haven't watched i think it's episode five and episode eight episode eight is 10 out of 10 top tier the emotions and rage that you feel that whole episode is just amazing um and then episode five you will like cry and need to watch like disney channel or like cartoon network after because you will be unwell okay all okay. right I like um, that. I like that. yeah and then well, what i'm hearing the thing that the thing that uh turned turned uh my girlfriend off to the show was that the first episode started off and it felt like a video game it was it was going in i was like yeah damn and then Mm -hmm. like towards the end of the episode like it was just walking and then the first like the pretty much most of the second episode was just like kind of like more walking well that's yeah the whole mission the whole mission is for them to it just it's just a slow burn i guess it really isn't it, it was a slow burn up to that point of like when we got to the when we got to them getting a car she, she was like oh so now they're just gonna be in a car doing the same shit and i was like you don't understand i i i don't i don't agree with any I know. of Allison's things you right there just because i feel like well, at that at this point she's just kind of hating on it oh that's yeah, what yeah. it feels like because it's I can, see that. I can see that it's literally one of the best shows that's come out this year if not the best show but the season finale was really like really good i thought it could have been 10 more minutes longer um than what it was because i felt like it was a bit rushed um but overall season one you think that that's uh quality television i i think it's like in the high eight or nine levels of 10. Okay, I think that that's a, all right. So you think that uh, that's that's a, that's a big claim, man. You do know that, right? Well, it's not only me, if you just go read the reviews. So what do you, comments. so let me ask you this, uh, one division or The Last of Us? Oof. Yeah, yeah. That's why I said it's a big thing for you to say. No, I know because they're the Last of Us is up there. Yeah, that's why I said it's a big thing for you to say. So I, that's why I'm, I'm pulling your card. Away. Is it in Wandavision levels? I will say yes. Okay. Okay. At least for me, because the fact that I felt something after each episode and was like into it so like really close to buying the game to play it yeah so okay all right so there's a show called well this one is not very recent i mean it's been out on netflix uh for a very long time it's called inside job so there's a little backstory on it pretty much it's about uh this company well not this company it's about like the underground CIA type of thing and all these, mm-hmm. what are they called? Um, all these conspiracy theories 
and shit like that that are that are real cover-ups, right? So mm-hmm. they explain it. They have jokes about like the conspiracies and stuff like that, like the Denver airport. Uh, they have pretty much about UFOs, Illuminati, all of these things, all the people that are a part of it. So basically um, conspiracy theories. Yeah, a bunch of conspiracy theories, how the government controls everything. And they're like a branch of the government that controls everything and stuff like that. So they just go through things to make sure that their company stays afloat. This show was top tier. It was awesome. It was an awesome show. But, and people were requesting it. They were like, yo, we want more, we want more, we want more. And then you just mysteriously got canceled. You're like, not really much explanation given. It's like, you can't do this anymore. And they were they were putting out things and theories that made you think about like, oh, what if, if it's this real or not? Happen? Yeah, like oh, so am I hearing a, a fellow conspiracy theorist in the making? I can't say too much. I can't say too much. <laughs> no, I mean it's, if I it's speak, real... I'll get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean I think it's just like a. It was a. It's a very interesting show. Ben, uh, you watched it, and I think that you should do the same. So, watch it. Okay. I'm doing that thing where I'm touching my hat a million times. Yeah. Right. Well, so, um, I'll watch it if you watch Ted Lasso. Okay. All right. That's a good trade. I like that. Cool. So now, moving on to our next segment. All right. Am I a J squared asshole? So. We got <laughs> this one was a uh, was pretty detailed, and I'm gonna read it out, and we're listen. gonna decide if you are a J squared asshole. This is from anonymous. Am I a J squared asshole? It was a night just like any other. This was an event I was attending with a friend of mine. As we approached the main entrance, there was a wide open long hallway that just opened up into the venue. Just before we entered the hall, my friend and I both noticed four or five fairly attractive women walking in front of us, maybe 30 feet feet or more away. I was the closest to the left side of my friend, and my friend was more in the middle of the hallway entrance. Right before we entered, I yell out, damn you fine, what that thing do? (laughs) As I shove him more into the hallway and duck out of sight, left opening, and then I watched him struggle to find words to explain the situation and awkwardly point off to the left, and they saw nothing as I ran away, cackling like an insane person. I couldn't help but think, am I an asshole or am I a lovable rascal? Or maybe a comedic agent of chaos. What do you think? Am I a J-squared asshole? I think everyone who cat calls women are assholes. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you're. I think that you're double the J squared asshole because one, the cat call, and two, yeah. you put your friend on blast for no reason. So, yeah, you're a J squared asshole. I'm sorry. Hundred percent. Yeah. There's. <sighs> there's so many things. Yeah, there's so many layers. To right? unpack. It's layered. Yeah. It's layered. It's the cackling it's- afterwards. Yeah, that too. And it's like, what am I? And then I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, sorry, man. You're a J-squared asshole. 
even if even if the um the cat calling wasn't serious, you just can't do it. It's just not something that makes people feel comfortable. At all. At all. Sad. It's, I mean, sad to say it, but my friend, you are a J squared asshole. Better luck next time. <laughs> Better luck next time. Actually, no. Take this advice, internalize it, digest it, and you know. Understand why you're wrong, and now you will understand. Grow, like and it'll grow, grow. That's what we're about here at the J Square Podcast. Grow. So if you have more MI asshole stories, feel free to send them in. We definitely want to go ahead and uh, get these. Get. Let, we want to give you that advice, give you that shoulder to lean on, and let you know if you're an asshole or not. Because we're the experts. Because we're assholes. So we get it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> so, on to our next segment, which is our special topic. All right, this one's going to be quite a doozy for us. It's going to be a little bit strange because I don't think we've been in a position to talk about this. Uh, it's going to be a little bit um, of an emotional roller coaster for us, right? Because we're not really used to these types of conversations. Sure. So, special topic of the day is, is it okay to be controlling in a relationship? When you when that jumps out of you, what do you initially think? Well, I, on, I don't only think about, like, a, a love relationship. I mm-hmm. also think about, like, friendships or um, relationships with your family. Uh, so, that's the way that I'm seeing it. Because obviously okay. there's different layers that go through, like that people go through when it comes to being controlled or controlling others in any of those relationships. Okay. Now, I mean, to me personally, I don't think you answered my question because I said, "Is it like, is it okay to be controlling?" You didn't ask like me that. Said, yeah, I did. I said, is it okay to be controlling in a relationship? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you trying to get away from this question? No, no, no. Um, I don't think it's okay. I think that, I think it is okay to be controlling in a relationship. In specific situations. Okay, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> You're like, I, was like, I was like, I know that in certain situations, like, especially like parents and children, you do have to be controlling. Yeah. Um, so in that sense, yes. So, But I, I think yeah. where my head was at in that moment is um, other situations where like you're controlling what people wear. You're controlling how people talk. Yeah. I never yeah, understood. Cool. Yeah, because, okay, so when it comes to something somebody wears, what do you think? Uh, like, I've seen it. I've seen it um, with mm-hmm. a lot of relationships um, where it's like you could tell, and I I hope this doesn't offend anyone, but this is the way that I see it. Um, you could tell that the person who allows others to control them are 
in the in that moment just weak-minded yeah yeah um because if you're letting someone tell you what you could wear and you're like okay so you go and wear things that you don't want to wear or things that aren't like who you are that's just i don't know it's just weird to me and it sucks because i've seen it happen to like people that i care about um but whenever like you try to be like hey like what they're doing is not okay there's always like oh no but they love me oh no but they're doing it Mm -hmm. because it's for the best of me and it's like no they're not they're holding you back and they're just showing how much power they have over you i just think that i think that there's like a um there's a difference like because I don't know if we would agree on this on this point, mm-hmm. but I never, I never tell my girlfriend what to wear. Mm-hmm. Um, I well, first and foremost, this is how I always explain it because I never understood the oh you shouldn't wear that because of this is not. Um, you could wear whatever you want. Uh, in my opinion, you're allowed to feel comfortable. If you feel comfortable, you can wear whatever you want because your boyfriend can buy it. That's exactly how I explain it to my girlfriend. So do with that what you will. Now, do I let them know, hey, look, this, oh, I can see this. Just to let you know. Like, let's say she's wearing, let's say she's wearing a top, right? And she's not wearing a bra or something like that. And like, you can see your nipples. I'll be like, hey, just to let you know, you can see your nipples. Like, oh, shit, I didn't know. That's how. That's I, different. That's different. Yeah, I know. I know. But she's like, oh, yeah, I know. And it's like, oh, that's cool. That's like saying, hey, that shirt that you're wearing doesn't match what you're, like, doesn't yeah. go with your pants. Or, hey, like, that shirt makes you look a little bit, makes you look fat or it makes you look too yeah. skinny or, like, it, it just doesn't fit. That's different than saying no you can't wear that. You are wearing this color yeah. or you're wearing this because this is how I want you to look. Yeah. Definitely. That's different. Like we went to the, we went to the gym the other day and then, you know, those like scrunchy pants that scrunch like in the middle. Mm-hmm. I was like, wear those today. And she's like, all right. Cause I, you're like, I don't know. I don't understand what the issue is. Is it like you're scared that another guy's going to, impose their will on your girl i i just don't understand what the logic is behind you can't but wear what you want it goes both ways it's not only guy to girl it's also girl to guy or guy mm-hmm. to guy girl to girl whatever yeah um it goes both ways because i've seen it happen where like a girl tells a guy that he can't wear bright colors he has to wear neutral colors mm. because wearing bright colors is not acceptable okay manly or not acceptable or just um doesn't fit what they i I never even thought about that that's why i always think about it from my point of view or i always explain from my point of view because i know Mm -hmm. damn well like i have like i have no clue what other people go through yeah and it's just weird and i'd be damned if somebody tells me i can't wear pink like Right. So, so like to me, it's like you're cutting off the way that that person could express themselves, whether it's like wearing pink or like wearing bright shoes or, you know, wearing a hat 
that's not forward but backwards because I know growing up as a kid whenever I wore my hat I like to wear it backwards or like to the side because I was Mm -hmm. a goofy kid um but I know (laughs) (laughs) um so I know a lot of people like would be like no that's not how you wear a hat this is how you wear a hat and it's like let me express myself the way that I want to express yeah. myself. So, so how do you establish like boundaries when it comes to control? Then, um, I think a lot of it comes with mentally, like where you're at. Um, because if you start to feel or see the controlling happening or like the manipulation of it occurring um before like it's too deep or too into it then yeah you could set your boundaries but when you're really deep into like already being controlled for like months or years it's very difficult to set up boundaries because then they take it as an attack um yeah so i think it's hard to explain how exactly to establish those boundaries but knowing what your red flags are or knowing like what your gut feels in that moment so like if i'm in a relationship with someone and they're like hey um i don't like when you wear hoodies you should never wear a hoodie again i would be like i have how many hoodies yeah no i'm gonna wear what i want first of all second of all uh my like hoodies for me in general are like comfort so you telling me that i can't wear a hoodie is a red flag yeah it's like you but again mm -hmm. so again each person has different red flags or different like oh yeah no i don't i don't like that how do you how do you feel like when it comes to like friendships that you can have like if somebody says oh well i don't think that you should be having a friendship with a guy like like if, if you're dating if you're dating somebody and you're like and they're like oh you shouldn't have any friendships with guys because guys are like, or every guy's going to try to get at you and mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. How would you feel about that? I see that more like if for women who have friendships with other women, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of really? like, wow, okay. a lot of things like that where it's like oh you shouldn't be her friend because she does this this and this or she shouldn't be your friend because she wears this this and this when in reality it's like i don't want you to be her friend because that means that you you're gonna get along more with her than with me it's gonna take time for me yeah um and that's another way of controlling people because it's like oh well if i want to hang out with this person because i think they're cool and we have this in common and we like the same movies why are you telling me that i can't be friends with them or why are you saying oh like don't be like no you guys can't hang out so i've i've noticed that a lot more with women and women um friendships but i could also see it with women and men or the other way around because it comes i think people find it weird that we're best friends, yeah. but we're not in a relationship. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly and, what I was going to get at. Yeah. And to me, it's like, well, why do I have to be in a relationship with a guy just because we're friends? Yeah. 
And I think the biggest thing is communication, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think that you do a lot of things right when it comes to being a friend, uh, because there are some girls that might think, oh, you can't have friends that are girls because I know, I know what that means, like, or whatever. But you make an effort to actually consistently involve yourself with not just being my friend, but being my girlfriend's friend too. So being both of our close friends, being both of our best friends, like that's what you, that's where you kind of went right. But a lot of people, they feel like when you get into a relationship, it comes as a package. And mm -hmm. I guess the insecurity that could come from somebody else, if they are, if their significant other is having just like an individual relationship that is just a side like completely aside from them. So I, I guess I get it, but at the same time, the you can you can always communicate. You can always be a part of that conversation. You could always yeah. jump into it instead of like putting a barrier on that person and who they can be friends with. Yeah. Um to go back with that, um, I feel like a lot of the times with girl and guy friends that the guy ends up being in a relationship or the girl ends up being in a relationship with someone else. Um, it really shows you like true colors of that friendship yeah. because if jealousy pops in because now they're with a significant other and it's not you, mm -hmm. then that wasn't really a friendship. That was like more of a situationship where you were hoping something more would come out of it. Yeah, um, that's true. Okay. So um, to me, like with our friendship and then with my friendship with Allison, like you guys are my best friends. Like to me, like that was never going to be an issue um, unless like I didn't think whoever you were going to be in a relationship was a, was good enough for you. Yeah. So. Damn, that's a good point. Mm -hmm. Now, is there a healthy way to solve a controlling situation or should you just leave? I feel like there's always a healthy way, um, but it's a two-way street. Yeah. Um, if the person is willing to admit or see their faults and want to change, then yes, there are healthy ways of going about it. But most of the time, there isn't because when you catch someone or call them out on being controlling or just like manipulative. Um, they usually go back to their own protection and mm -hmm. throw it back on you and saying, oh no, you're the one that's controlling. Oh no, you're the one that's yeah, this, exactly. you're the one that's that. Exactly, and they flip it. Um, so it's, it's hard, it's hard. But um, my thing is communication. If after you express how you feel to the person who's controlling you or manipulating you or gaslighting you, if you explain how you feel and they still don't care, it's not worth it. That's yeah. when you got to be like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, that's a damn, j -Rock. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm in my bag. <laughs> so that's when, yeah, that's true. It's like, there's always a conversation that you can have. There should be, um, there should definitely be a respect with that conversation, but at the same time, it's like you gotta know when to quit. You gotta know when to give it up because this person obviously isn't gonna respect you. Um, 
But yeah, I, I feel like you should always have that conversation, that initial conversation. Oh, okay, you still feel this way? I'm gonna go ahead and bounce. But damn, that is true. That that's a lot of there's a lot of insight. I like getting your perspective on these things. Um Thanks. Because it's just I think it's just like pandering if it's coming from somebody like, you know, we always like I'm in a relationship. So it's like pandering if it's like my point of view only. I always like to get, you know, your point of view. I like to get every different type of person's point of view. So that's pretty dope. Um, no, I enjoy it too because we get two different perspectives and sometimes things that you say, I haven't thought about it that way. So mm-hmm. I like getting that insight. So then I'm like, oh, okay, well, I could see it that way too. Just a match made, man. This is what it is. You're just a match made in heaven, JR. Amen. It be what it be. Look at, God. Look, at look at God. Look at God. Look at God. And with that being said, guys, I think we did it. I, I think we uh, we accomplished our goal. We came back. We brought it. We gave you guys some amazing topics, some great conversation. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we didn't uh, mess up any relationships with this special topic. Um, you know, and let us know if we did. <laughs> drop a um, comment. <laughs> drop a comment. Let us know. Uh, so what we want to do is ask you guys once again, go ahead and send your Emma the assholes. Uh, we love we love reading them. Well, I love reading them or trying to read them because we already know. Um, I'm, <clears throat> I'm dead. <laughs> you DM us. <laughs> you know us. You can do whatever you want. Uh, just get it out to us so we can go ahead and uh, you know put it out there. Um, we also want to say happy Women's History Month. I mean, it's definitely been a wild gang, gang. ride for women everywhere, especially throughout the past couple of years. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart as a man, I am sorry. <laughs> this shit's crazy. Um, but yeah. definitely do appreciate everything. Every woman that's been in my life that's guided me towards something that's been better i appreciate you j rock for being in my life thank you definitely giving me some insight on things that i never would have thought of because i am merely just a man um <laughs> but 100 want to go ahead and just put out that positive energy and so all women and what you guys have been doing to keep pushing keep pushing forward uh, we're in this fight together as minorities with no power we need to rise to power and the only way to do that is through convincing and strong world behavior and you know together yeah together anything you want to say for women's history month we rock (laughs) i love to hear um i also wanted to go ahead and let you guys know we're doing bigger and better things at j markets every day so if you need a brand new website if you need uh, social media management assistance. If you need somebody who could just bundle that all up for you and just wrap it tightly as a present and give it to you, it's a one-stop shop. So hit up J Markets. Let them know what you need, how, how much time you need from it, and gives you your time back. So yeah, I think that's. I'm gonna just add it. one more thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. One random thing. Um, go ahead. I know that we haven't been consistent with the podcast, but we are mm-hmm. trying our best. And I think that yeah. moving forward, we'll have more of a better schedule just because of mm-hmm. work for both of us. Yeah. Um, but also, like, if there's anything you guys want us to react, um, 
let us know. Music, movies, TV shows, definitely down to do any of those reactions for all of you. Um, so just drop us a DM or we'll make a poll and see what people are interested in. Yeah, it looks like, yeah. I think that that's going to be something that we really want to do. I mean, we haven't reacted to things lately and we really want to get on top of it for you guys, uh, get that perspective from you and, you know, see what your thoughts are. So we did it. We did the damn good. thing. It's good to be back. And this has been the J Square Podcast. <laughs> Peace.